Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, and let's get started. To join your conversation, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that is talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, time to talk Tesla, and we're talking, yep, Cybertruck. Let me start with some fun stuff. They started delivering this actually to customers, but uh, you may have seen this. Um, Tesla truck ended up in the ditch and had to be towed out. The big deal about the Tesla uh, Cybertruck is supposed to be that it's got off-road capability. Interestingly in the note, though, no, um, no tow hooks, front or rear, no way to grab this thing if you get into trouble, no wench, no electronic wench. Uh, issues. Issues. Let me read the article. This is uh, on December 12th. A Tesla Cybertruck had to be rescued by an other pickup trucks after falling off in an off-road trail and getting stuck. And the picture shows, and I'm going to tell you, it was a Ford pickup to pull them out. Just so you know. Tesla's trying to market the Cybertruck as an off-road capable vehicle. Doesn't look so off-road in this picture. In terms of specs, the automaker delivered with an extremely responsive all-wheel drive system and suspension, offering 12 inches of travel and 17 inches of ground clearance, but it's worthless if the thing can't stay on the road and do what it's supposed to do. Nobody really has seen this truck in real-world testing seriously off-road. If they are serious, Tesla, this is to you. I've got some friends of mine that do off-roading. And they would be glad to test this truck. Particularly one of my friends, Tim, um, of uh, pickup truck and SUV world out there in western Nebraska. He's your man. Guarantee it. Tesla, if you're serious, you need to contact Tim and his managing editor. And uh, we'll see some real deal if that's what you're serious. But in any case, they did... The Tesla Cybertruck release candidate prototype was spotted on a trail in Bear Valley, California. And as I mentioned a few seconds ago, it got stuck. Now, there's some notes here, and I need to be full disclosure and fairness, because <clears throat> like any manufacturer bringing a new product to market, Cybertruck's new. There is stuff that's going to need to be worked out, stuff they're going to bring back to the factory. We don't know for absolute sure if this was a prototype. And let me tell you about prototypes in the auto industry. They've got different levels of prototypes. Uh, P0, P-1, P-2. What does that mean? It, do, it means that these trucks are pre, or these vehicles are pre-production. They're mostly there. But they're still tweaking them and working stuff out, making sure stuff works the way it's supposed to. And every now and then, stuff don't work the way it, that they planned it. And I know this because I have driven some of these P0, P-1, P-2, and they tell you up front, this is a pre-production model. It's mostly there, but not all the way there. So you might see some stuff that's not quite with it. With all these electric trucks and all the software, no doubt, this could be a software issue because as one person pointed out, he said definitely the locking differentials were not there. If they were, they would have sent power to the left wheels and the truck would have climbed out. 
And he would have expected the lockers to be mechanical, which <clears throat> would certainly work. But this is Tesla. Are you kidding me? They may be electric lockers and the software didn't kick in. My guess is that since it's not a production vehicle, the lockers may not have been installed at all. There you go. It's a thing. A lot of people are looking at this, but here we are. And oh, by the way, just bringing the Cybertruck to market, oh, four years late, four years from when he said he was going to have it, Tesla stock's gone up again. Now, we here at the show, we have questioned and doubted uh, Elon Musk over the years, particularly, most notably, and I'm owning it, uh, Model 3 production. Thought it would bury him. And they did talk about production hell for a minute. But right now, the Model 3 and the Model Y SUV in which it's based, between his plants around the world, number one vehicle they sell in production and volume and sales. Model 3 and the Model Y is the best selling SUV full stop period gas or electric around the world right now. We've doubted him before. Now he said that even though he's delivering these first 10 Cybertrucks to retail customers, it's going to be a while before they ramp up. Now, what does ramp up even mean to Tesla? Well, we know for sure that the plant that's going to build them is in Texas. The average automobile assembly plant, and you may not know this, running what they call straight time, which is seven days a week, eight hours a day. Running straight time has a usually a capacity of about 250,000 units a year. That's straight time, that's flat running. Most of the plants, though, will run two shifts, three shifts. And they can get another 50, 60, 70,000 units out of that plant. So when you hear a plant running it up over 300,000 units, typically it's running two shifts or three shifts, and it's probably running 24-7 or pretty close to it to get those kind of numbers because automobile plants cost a lot of money, and the automakers are loath to build a new plant from scratch for 40,000, 50,000 units, at least not in the United States. I know they do that in some other countries, but that's market issues and market specifics. But here, no. You're going, to run, you're going to build a plant designed to build flat time, straight out, straight time, about 250,000 units with planning and scheduling 300,000, 310, 320. And they want that flexibility because all that infrastructure costs money if it's not running. And it's better to overrun it than underrun it. Because if you're overrunning it, then it's money on top of money and it's incremental cost. If you're underrunning it, that's overhead that you're just eating whether you want to or not. And here's something else. The big deal, why the Cybertruck looks the way it does. The less you mess with the metal, the less machinery you need. And they believe that using stainless steel, a la, I don't know, uh, DeLorean, will do it. And the straight edges, which looks like something out of a video game from 84, actually is the truck's strength, they say. We'll see. I got questions like, for example, uh, how do you repair this thing in an accident? How many people are qualified to know how to fix it? Um, what's it going to take for materials? It's not like you can just use anything. And, uh, you know, crash worthiness. I will tell you this. The truck had to pass what they call federal motor vehicle safety standards. They have to meet those standards to be sold in the United States. 
What I want to see is an Insurance Institute for Highway Safety crash test of a Tesla Cybertruck. I want to see how that structure does in an offset frontal collision, in a side impact collision, because we're talking about repairability. And I got a sneaky feeling that this thing is going to be a bear in terms of cost to repair. Because one, there's probably only a handful of people in the country know how to fix it right now. Number two, if you need special equipment, how many Tesla dealers are going to invest the money because of the way Tesla sells their vehicles to actually have this equipment available to repair this thing? You're not going to be able to take it to an independent repair shop and repair it. More than likely, no. But according to Tesla, they are holding orders enough to meet approximately two years worth of production. That would be roughly about a half a million. When it first introduced the truck, it was double that number. If you follow the numbers they did with the Model 3, you're looking at probably two years plus production flat out at running at full tilt. That should be interesting. But yeah, I want to see how this thing does in an accident. I want to see what it's going to cost to fix, whether or not the insurance companies are even willing to insure it. And more importantly, do they total them? Do they don't even bother? And if that's the case, then what are you going to do with all these things and end up in the junkyard? And who will take them? Because you can only use another Tesla truck for the parts. I don't know. I got a lot of questions. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry that much about Tesla Cybertruck. Uh, they got to get the uh, off-road stuff straight first. <laughs> and then we'll see uh, just how much a threat it is to everybody else. And I'm talking to you, Rivian, and I'm talking to all y'all building pickup trucks, EVs right now, and that includes you, Ford. We will see. These guys are in production right now, delivering. They just started. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Social media is the main place to be these days, and we are no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Facebook videos. From my latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary of a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Facebook. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. Be sure to subscribe to our Facebook page. Social media is the place to be these days, and we're no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Instagram videos. From the latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary on a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. 
Shorter than a full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter tech mobility topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.